episode of For the Love of Two Hippies. It is spooky season, and so we're continuing on with that theme. So today we're talking strange phenomena, and because we all know, if you've listened before, I'm a major science person, and I like for science to explain things, but there are things that science cannot explain, so that's what we're talking about. Um, And if you're new here, we start with an affirmation for almost every episode, maybe not the, the... full moon ones because those yeah, are unless we forget full <laughs> of affirmations um but anyway so sarah's going to read to us the affirmation for today okay i am willing to step into the mystery of the unknown and welcome a life beyond my wildest dreams i like it you <laughs> so magical madness weird phenomenons is this episode we've already done a mysterious and spooky places episode and also a magical mister <laughs> why do i why can i never say that word right mystical Mis- mysterious mystical mystical yes creatures uh, creatures yeah magical creatures <laughs> i also when we were pre-record or when we were working on this i kept saying affirmations mm-hmm. so i guess those are after you affirm what you want <laughs> it were affirmations i like it it's dad so, jokes here on for the love of two hippies hey that's what i'm here for <laughs> is the, the corny jokes <laughs> i have a lot of them okay so first one i don't remember how to say it. taos taos yeah the taos hum you want to read it yeah so there's residents in taos new mexico that for years had been annoyed and puzzled by this faint, low-frequency hum in the desert. Um, I would be one of those people. I can hear the weirdest little stuff, and it drives me absolutely bonkers. I can't hear anything. No, when I was little, I used to lay down. Like, I could hear people walking around in my house. Like, I can hear everything, always. And it annoys me. I'm like, why were you doing... Or or people be having a conversation, and then I'll just yell out. And they're like, how did you hear me? I was in <laughs> the living room, and you're upstairs in your room. I was like, I don't know. I can just hear you. So <laughs> this would drive me nuts, I'm sure. I don't have that skill. Uh, so there wasn't very many people that could hear the sound, but there were multiple people that could hear it. So they, there was some belief that it was mass hysteria. Yeah, like some mystical thing like it like it says here it was caused by unusual acoustics other suspected mass hysteria or some secret sinister purpose for the hum yeah some kind of supernatural yeah so but i am watching castle rock right now which is a stephen king like tv show and it is based around like a mystical hum so I don't know, kind of like this, yeah. and it is a sin- it is a sinister hum, that damn hum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have a friend who claims to hear freight trains in the evenings. Yeah. Um, she, however, she's the only one, so I'm, I'm not <laughs> so sure like how accurate that is. But that's funny, you know. Anyway, uh, so we should probably point out that dun 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 it's been science (laughs) did figure this one out (laughs) but it did it was a weird occurrence that created the situation to end the hum and that's the only reason they did eventually figure it out i think there has been testing done before this and they just couldn't figure it out but Mm -hmm. it was a um there's a 
some sort of factory near this city. And for whatever reason, they had to shut down and they had to do testing on their boiler room or boiler. I don't know. <laughs> and that and the hum stopped. Right. So they realized it was just like, I don't know if it was a reverberation or it was the low frequency of the machine running, but it has been disproven. So I had heard this theory before a long time ago. That's why I wanted to go ahead and do it. And then just let you know, in case you hadn't heard the update that they did figure it out and it's not a phenomenon. It is the building. So, yeah. So uh, trust us on the rest of these or not. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So the next one, I know you could talk about this for hours. For hours. Um, we're going to talk about Bigfoot, which we could Big have Bigfoot. talked about Bigfoot in the creatures episode, but we did not. We kind of we did not. We went a little off course there. I tried to pick. I probably, yeah. I tried to pick weird ones. Yeah, that exactly. Maybe people hadn't heard of. Yeah, and I liked the ones you picked. Those were good. Uh, so we're going to talk about Bigfoot, and Bigfoot. If you don't know, if you live under a rack, is a man-like beast. <laughs> it looks like a giant monkey essentially right like yeah like a, a type ne- of like ape. a hairy neandal- neanderthal yeah so the interesting thing about bigfoot is the wide array of people that have seen bigfoot or have claimed to see bigfoot and the fact that not one time has a bigfoot body been discovered that we know of. Um, that we know that we know of. Like is somebody hoarding a Bigfoot body in their basement? Yeah, that freaks the government. Me out. <laughs> the, the government. government. <laughs> I'm already like there's We like are on a ep- list. <laughs> <laughs> we are hundred percent on a list because I'm looking at like three Alexas right now in my actual room. So they're like Exactly. Damn it, she's on the Bigfoot again. Just tell her to calm down. <laughs> so there is some I, and I always find this interesting. There is some videos. And I'm always like, it's 2021. Why is your camera that shitty? (laughs) Come on. I'm eating. I'm recording from my Nokia. Exactly. From my flip phone. Um, That always fascinates me. Do you want me to nerd out? Nerd out. Let's hear it. Nerd out. Okay. So there's lots of different reasons for why they think this happened. So they think, so you could be on the, you could be on the train that Bigfoot is a descendant of Gigantopithecus, which was a known like ape slash Neanderthal like break off. Okay. okay. You're so, totally nerding out. I had I no idea how far this was going to go. I'm excited. Let's do this. This may just be a Bigfoot episode. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'll keep it. I'll keep it contained. But so there's, so they would just be extreme trackers, hunters, like human times a thousand on skill level in hunting. So that's why they say that they haven't really been seen. And also the fact that though the locations that they're at, um, they're just so large scale forest wise, like there's cultures right. in the Amazon that are just now being discovered and they're human pop. They're like human groups of people. Right. And so when you think about that, it's like, ah, oh, that actually could be true. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there's, I mean, moose die. And if it's a remote part of the forest, they could die and just be eaten by other animals. And then it just looks like a bear. Sure. Um, or there's maybe even nothing left on the more, uh, 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 
mysterical. That's just the <laughs> word that I'm just going to use from now on. Mysterious and mystical um, put together. We like yes, it. Yes, thank you. I like it. Thank you. Mysterious. It works. It totally works. It, we'll put it on a shirt. We'll totally put it on a shirt. <laughs> um, Let us know so, if you want to buy one for the love of two hippies <laughs> at gmail.com. <laughs> Um, let's get mysterical, but there's the other side that some people think that, and we've talked about this with portals. We've talked about this with extraterrestrials, um, that the Bigfoot is a type of extraterrestrial that has been put on the planet or that has lived here longer than we have. And is just adapted over time. So some people think that they live in another dimension and they come out when they want to be seen. Mm-hmm. So another thing with the cameras, why people can't get good footage of them, they say that they can see, along with other animals, they can see like infrared or kind of like ghosts. Like you can see other things, like they can see the lights of the cameras. And so that's why, like the lights that we don't see, the infrared of of the cameras that are shooting out to collect the footage, they say that they can see that, which um, like bees and insects function in C and ultraviolet light. So it wouldn't be that far off to think about that. Um, But the cameras and the footage and we watch a lot. I mean, my boyfriend and I watch Bigfoot paranormal and that's pretty much it. So we, we cycle through those two things. So we watch a lot of stuff and a lot of it obviously is just people trying to make money, but it is interesting to me that through all the cultures, 100 to 500 years ago, they have the same animal. They mm-hmm. describe it the same. And they're places that are so remote and away from each other. And they have the same stories and the same indigenous tales of that country. Mm-hmm. So I think that's really unique. And I think that does have does give it a little more credibility that it could potentially be real. Um, maybe they are extinct now. Um, some, I mean, who knows? Yeah. You, I mean, we'll never know. Until he comes and visits me and then takes me away to another planet. And then I'll report the podcast from there. (laughs) I'm not saying I don't believe it or I don't believe that it's a possibility. We'll say that. I I absolutely believe it's a possibility. I I believe that there are aliens out there. We're going to get weird with it today. But we're also going to talk about those here in a little bit. So I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. I do just just want proof. Right. (laughs) Along with everyone else. Right. I mean, we're from Missouri. It's the show me state. (laughs) So there was an episode where um, a guy who was a not state trooper, but a park ranger, I guess. And it was during Mount St. Helens. And he had a story that the government went in and was trying to find not the government, but just like rescue teams and and whatever went into the base of whatever forest that you could get into around Mount St. Helens. And they said they were going into these caves and he said they were pulling Bigfoot families out. And I don't know if I believe that, but that's what he said. He said they would go in and make sure they were okay. And they had a pretty good relationship with them and they knew they would take them out and they were trying to save and protect them because the government knew they were there. And they didn't, I was just like, wait, what? Like, this is like, this is insane. I don't right. believe this at all. But yeah. So, I mean, there are stories where the, and same with the aliens. I mean, 2020, they finally disclosed that there are, that the government has evidence of aliens. And I think sometimes if there is proof for things, it could potentially create mass chaos. And so that's why we're not told certain things. But I also like the fact that it is kind of a mystery 
and you never really know what's true. Just mm-hmm. like the Loch Ness monster, like is it right. true? Is it not? Is it a log? Is it a fish? Is it a boat? It's just been seen weird. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, people love mysteries. Yeah, and I know that the Loch Ness monster. Because my oldest has a book, and um, when it talks about the Loch Ness monster specifically, it says that at the time there was a lot of circuses that were going through that area. And so mm. they had elephants and they would let the elephants go and swim. And so it could uh, be an elephant trunk elephant. that's Whoa. sticking out of the water, which I thought that was pretty. That seems really legitimate. Uh, yeah. That seemed like a pretty legit explanation. So, huh? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, okay. Right, this one you guys have never heard of before ever. <laughs> Especially not from us. <laughs> it's intuition. It's your intuition. <laughs> they can't prove it. Oh. Now, I wonder if a lot of intuition is maybe a trauma response. Mm, or, know. you know, just maybe knowing someone. Re- not every time, obviously, are you going to know someone. A lot of times it's probably a mysterious happening and you don't know why but I was explaining to Sarah earlier today that my husband and I we were watching some I don't remember what program it was but we were watching something and they were playing this game called evens and odds and so it was almost like rock paper scissors and you would shoot one or two and then who somebody would be evens and odds I'm explaining this poorly but (laughs) you'd shoot one or two if the answer between you and your partner came out as an even uh then the even person won if it came out as odd then the odd person won blah 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 so my husband wanted to see if we could play the game because we'd never tried it before and I beat my husband in it every single time and he was like how and I can tell you I just know the way that his brain is going to go. I just know which which one he's going to pick. I don't know how. I just knew. And I went yeah. every single time. And it was the same when we played rock, paper, scissors. I've been with my husband for almost 16 years. So I would kind of, <laughs> I hopefully know a little bit about how that's going to work. But it was funny because I beat him every single time. Yeah. And I think what you're going back to with um, kind of a trauma response is also, I feel like, intuition and instincts are kind of could be combined a little bit Mm -hmm. so like instinctually you've adapted and learned how to protect yourself and you go from your gut which I feel like is I feel like they're like intertwined yeah and so like before even words were invented people would collectively make decisions to do certain things and I think that was gut Mm -hmm. reaction instincts and they were going off of their intuition and just didn't have a name yeah so when you're talking about trauma response like oh I remembered when Sally Joe and her rock went over to that ledge and she fell off so we probably shouldn't go over to that ledge and then life progressed from there but we obviously talk about intuition a lot so when you were a kid and like one of your parents would be angry could, and you were like in your room and they were, could you tell by their footsteps, like what mood they were in? Because I always could. Yeah. It was probably. like, if I could hear like my dad stomp a certain way, I knew that he was yeah. like, just Uh-oh. now's not the time to ask a question. <laughs> so yeah. Or like reading the room. Yeah. Like, Oh, okay. Just kidding. I don't need anything. See you later. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to ask for that new shirt for picture day tomorrow. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh-huh. So that's how, I don't know. I kind of look at 
intuition like that a little bit more kind of like a survival response yeah um for sure but that would actually be a cool episode instincts versus intuition yeah because in my head right now they seem the same i think it could be because it's like a gut response right yeah what do you guys think tell us what you think and if your little science books are just going open, just tell us. <laughs> you know, like that's how I imagine Katie's brain just like, nope, page 45. That's not right. And mine's just like, la di da, there's a cloud. Like, there's a big Oh, there's a spaceship. Carry on. I do like, you know, the, it's like when someone tells you a ghost story, which I've told several ghost stories on here, but I want to figure out why. Like what Not me. is there a I'll reason? dive right in. <laughs> that's why that's why I've signed up for so many multi-level marketing because <laughs> I'm like, this is it. I can't control myself. This is my next job. This is my next career. <laughs> oh my god. If you are like me, I'm sorry. Just say no. Don't listen to the pitch because you'll fall for it. Okay. Just say no. <laughs> Listen, I've been there. I'm a horrible salesperson. I'm not good at that. It's just all bad. All bad. Don't don't come to us. Actually, if you go to Sarah, you'll get a yes. <laughs> now we're gonna get a bunch of emails. I know. Like, hey, have you tried this? You're like, gosh, dang it. Hey, How much is it? Can you censor the episode, please? Can you censor the emails, please? I can't fall for those again. No, all right. Just kidding. <laughs> Okay, gross. Uh, mysterious disappearances. Okay, so you read this and I'll say my part because I have a lot to say about this one too. Okay. So this obviously is going to talk about people who run away and are never to be seen again or people who have an accident and they can't find them. Um, most of those are eventually found. Um but this talks about the crew of the Marie Celeste to Jimmy Hoffa, Amelia Earhart, Natalie Holloway. Some people just seem to vanish. Uh, I think we've kind of talked about the Bermuda Triangle maybe a little bit before with this and how people have disappeared through that. Um, we talked about that one where the girl came out of the forest after yeah. five years Yep. Wearing the same clothes. That was in our mysterious what locations, right? Locations, yeah. yeah. That was the Hachiba Forester. Yeah. There's some speculation that Amelia Earhart was not dead. Um, yeah, I've heard that too. I've seen the pictures where they think that it was possibly her. But uh, why would she leave? She had a great life. Who knows? Who knows? It was perceived that she had a great Ooh. life. Yeah, you know, those Facebook lives sometimes lie. <laughs> um, so once again, we watch lots of stuff on YouTube. There is a guy called David Polites, and he writes mm -hmm. missing 411 books. And they're all about missing cases. Missing 411, he named it that because there are 411 cases um, in national forests that have very, very similar, um, I wanted to say ingredients, but that's hundred percent, not right. Pieces that are all 
close to the same, but they're different experiences. So it's usually by a body of water. There's usually some sort of large boulders or rocks involved. There's been multiple times where kind of like that young, that young girl, they'll be gone for five years and appear in a, like 20 miles away in a field five years later or a year later, or Mm -hmm. they'll search and search and search. And then all of a sudden, and then in the same location where they've searched multiple times, they'll find um, a body or a jacket or clothes. And it's looked like it's been placed there. So there's lots of weird mysterical, oh my God, it's just a word. <laughs> Mystery, mysterious. There we go. Mysterious is. <laughs> it's just a word. I just make it a word. <laughs> I just said mysterious is like, what is going on today? Anyway, just make it a word. Sorry. It's fine. Weird ways that these people disappear and there's no there's no evidence on what is happening and it just continues to happen in these national forests and national parks. And so he used to be, he's an, a detective. He used to be a detective and now he quit, he quit doing that. And he does this full time to try to open cold cases and uh, relook at them to try to understand what's going on because he wants to try to put it together if he can to help solve these weird phenomenon. Some people think they're portals. Some people think they're aliens. Some people think, I don't, I don't know what some, honestly, some people think it's Bigfoot just taking these people and taking them. And he's, he, the thing I like about him is he is very scientific based. He never says it's anything. He just gives you the facts and you make your own decisions. He never once has said, it's this, it's that. I think it's this. He only gives you the facts of the cases. And it's very, very interesting. He's a great person to um, support. If you like things like that, he opens cold cases all the time. His He has the Can-Am project, which is Canadian in America project, because he tries to fund and support and advocate for these people who have been missing for years, months, decades. And, um, it's all the weird phenomenons. Like when you, when you listen to these stories, it just gives you the heebie-jeebies because it's like, what, how, like, Mm -hmm. well, this one, a two-year-old, it was like in the fifties, a two-year-old walked five miles up, um, these rock boulders in, um, an overnight, it was like 24 hours. He was missing in a shoe, like some overalls and a t-shirt. And it was like the dead of winter. And somehow miraculously he got up, he traveled like, like five miles. And, um, then they found him and he, there, he, he had no recollection of how he got there or what happened. So just weird stuff like that. So I, I love listening. Once again, I love mysteries. So different things like that. It's like, it makes you wonder, like, is there some sort of portal? It's, is it ley lines? Like those are also energy centers in the earth. Is it something like that? Is it a glitch in the matrix? Like you never know. Blue pill or red pill? Blue pill or red pill? I still don't know which I would do. <laughs> do I want to know? I'm not sure. I don't know. <laughs> um, so I had this thought earlier today, which is kind of going back to the Bigfoot thing. But I wonder if a Bigfoot is like a skinwalker. Okay, I thought of that too. And I'm not sure. But that would make sense why they'd never be found, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So if you don't remember, Skinwalker is a mystical creature or a witch that transforms or possesses a human right well i think i don't think it possesses them i think it acts like it or it can oh, but like they, it, it says over, it trans- like it mimics their body yeah like it transforms into but i think it 
well and i think it can transform into several different things which is why i kind of wondered if it wasn't yeah something like that yeah i mean because i would i mean all of those cultures a lot of the indigenous cultures that talk about skinwalkers also believe in the bear man or like sometimes that's what they'll call them Mm -hmm. um the, the bigfoot type the skin the skunk ape um yeah the yeti anything like that Mm -hmm. so and that would make sense why sometimes people see it and sometimes people don't yeah or why we haven't really found any evidence i mean it's a possibility Mm -hmm. for sure cool okay uh we're gonna briefly touch on this ghosts ghosts how do you feel about ghosts sarah once again (laughs) i love ghosts and paranormal things but i've also never experienced them personally so what about what about the blanket thing you gotta tell that story. I completely forgot about that until you just told me. <laughs> You're like, no. I was oh, like, well, well, you don't care about the ghost thing, but I wouldn't want to go back home. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't I guess I guess I could tell that now, or I could tell it in my in next week. Oh yeah. When we do ghost stories. Save it for next week. I'll save it for next week. Okay. Tune in next week to hear my um, moderate <laughs> ghost story. <laughs> the most low-key ghost story that ever lived. <laughs> That's okay. She you wanted something to happen oh yeah i know just i want it to be nice to me or put my laundry away for fun <laughs> God, um, would but, that be nice but ghosts i i definitely believe in residual energy especially if you um if there was a traumatic event that happened just kind of like war battlefields like battlegrounds like where those things happen they say that there's a lot of residual energy of trauma if there was a mass killing and there's lots of people that were that were that were died that were killed in a traumatic way that there can be residual energy or also they say that if you just have a repeat in life you just keep repeating your daily habits all the time and then you just get kind of stuck in the limbo and you can kind of keep repeating those energies and then there's also the spirits that are maybe potentially your soul family or your ancestors or your spirit guides and they they manifest in different ways than the human. It's just even another plane. Yeah. But what's really weird, let me freak you out for a second, is if there are different planes that function in the same timeline, then there could be ghosts around us 24-7. Right. And they can be walking around and mimicking, and we could be walking through them, walking around them, but then sometimes there's a glitch again, and then they appear in our world you know, or yeah. astral projection. Like that's another instance of where you could go experience other realms or, or timelines while you're in this one. Yeah. So, I mean, who knows? I just like things like that to exist because I think it makes life more interesting. Because mm-hmm. I have people just... who absolutely 100% do not believe in ghosts, which yeah, fascinates which I me think because is crazy to me. I have some stuff that I have seen. And yeah. that that I I don't I don't know, but I also know that there are pastors that have, because that's how I grew up around, you know, Christianity. So there, so pastors is what I know. Um, but I know a lot of pastors that have seen things or that have claimed yeah. to see things. So, um, I don't know. I don't think there's any definitive answer on anything. You know. Yeah. Um, I have a friend who she b- 1 million percent believes that her friend was possessed yeah by something oh yeah um there was video she asked me if i were yeah she asked me if she wanted 
if I wanted her to send it to me, I said, no, thank you. Um, but you I know, said, there send was, it over immediately. Yeah, exactly. I felt like that was inappropriate. So yeah. I didn't ask. Um, <laughs> you know, and they, and maybe I can tell a bit of that story next week, but, um, yeah. Yeah, what she told me was terrifying, and I never, ever, 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 ever want to experience anything like that. What I have experienced is very benign. Like, wasn't but it's anything? Still scary. It scared me. It, you know, when he, when we interviewed Indira, um, I had asked her at the Reiki training, um, you know, how to help relieve fear from that whole thing, and she asked me, "Where does the fear come from?" And very easily it was is from conditioning and it's from movies yeah so is there anything to fear there i don't know i don't know i mean yeah maybe you guys tell us if there is after you listen to all of our our, our spooky stories this weekend <laughs> yeah <laughs> or next week whatever yeah okay this one's been my favorite um or i i love this topic because i think it's so interesting but it's deja vu mm-hmm have you experienced deja vu? I have a few times. It's very um, strange. Very strange. It's a French phase <laughs> phrase <laughs> meaning already seen, referring to the distinct, puzzling, and mysterious. Everyone clap, please. <laughs> <laughs> mysterious feeling of having experienced a specific set of circumstances before. A woman might be walking into a building, for example, in a foreign country she's never visited and had a sense that, that the setting is eerily and intimately familiar. Mm -hmm. Some attributes of deja vu to psychic, oh, they attribute it to psychic experiences or un, unbidden. I've never heard that word before. <laughs> glimpses to previous lives with intuition, research into it, um, human psychology and offer more naturalistic explanations but ultimately the cause and natural nature of the phenomenon remains a mystery mm -hmm. so i used to do it when i was little with construction or like i remember one instance i was little and i was in second grade and i knew i was going to get this orange piece of construction paper and i told my friend i looked i was like she started passing something out and i said I dreamt this last night. She's going to give me an orange piece of construction paper. And she did. And I was like, I'm a witch. <laughs> <laughs> and so the fascination started. <laughs> and that's where the games began. <laughs> no, but it's such a weird feeling. It's like, wait, what? Mm -hmm. uh, this just happened. Or it, And I love when it happens to just random people at random times. And they're like, whoa, I just had deja vu. And it is like a glitch in the matrix or it is like an alternate, like an alternate reality. And it, it's just so fascinating to me. Yeah. I don't remember a particular time that I've had it, but I know, you know, I remember being like, whoa, I've been here before. And yeah. I found this really fascinating. I like to read. Have you, I don't know if you've ever seen the, the writing prompt or whatever that people are posting on social media, but it asks what's the weirdest thing your kid has ever said to you? And, you know, there's like three, four, five-year-olds saying stuff like, remember when I was your mom and you were this? Or remember when I was flying up in the sky and I saw you and daddy and I decided that you were going to be my mom and dad? Um, 
<laughs> no, I've never read that. At okay, all. I I love to read them because kids say some weird stuff. Yeah, well, I mean, I definitely believe in reincarnation, and I love listening to reincarnate stories of children and they're remembering their past lives. So yeah, it's like the same thing. I mean, my niece, she even has explained to us what happened when she was born. I mean, she's three. Hey, I don't remember the story. Ex- she's explained it to us. You know, she, she was, everything was, mommy was crying and she was starting. I'll have to, I'll have to re-ask my sister to tell me the whole story again. But, you know, and there was a bright light and then she came out and she was sad and, and then she was really happy because she got to be on mommy. But n- nobody has ever said anything to her about any of that. Yeah. So. Weird. That's cool. But I love, I do, I, I like to watch those stories <laughs> till the little kids say something crazy like, you're going to die tomorrow. And then it's like, no, nope, we're done with this game. No, thank you. <laughs> so. Um, so let's skip the next one and talk about near-death experiences since I, uh, I think these are really similar and just as fascinating as, mm-hmm. um, and then we can end on, um, I don't know, whatever. So I get very, very emotional when I watch near-death experience stories because if you've watched them, I think there's an, I think it's on Netflix and it's called Surviving Death. And it's it just so intense how people describe when they're seeing themselves or looking down or they're in another plane or another realm. And they just, it's always when I, they explain and describe how they feel the most unconditional love and the most love they've ever felt in their life and all their worries are gone and and their life just had so much more meaning than it did when they were here and they don't want to go back because they know they have a family but this is the greatest love they've ever felt in their life and they know that it's their like family and soul family that's surrounding them and then they're like no your job isn't done go back or you're it's not your time go back and it's like wait what like it's just so insane to me Mm -hmm. and Um, there's other ones where they're described, like it'll happen during an operation and they'll, they'll tell the, the doctors like, Hey, I know you said this. And I know you said this, and I know you were doing that and you were over here. And then they're like, Oh my gosh. And, and she was unconscious the entire time. Mm -hmm. So it's like, how do you know that? Like, how do you disprove that? And it's just wild. I think it's so cool. It scares me. I have a real problem with my own mortality. <laughs> when I was having my my heart issues, I I it was just constant anxiety, constant. Yeah. So I think watching those would not help me. <laughs> yeah, but it gives you like a sense of peace that there's something more than just whatever. Right. But at the same time, like you don't want to leave, and those no. people come back. Like those people come back and they, they live a more fulfilled life or they fix relationships that seemed, um, unfixable. And then once they get to this point, they're like, no, this doesn't matter anymore. Mm -hmm. Or I, I, or I've, I was on the wrong track and now I have the right purpose. And so that, that's another thing too, that is kind of cool that happens from it. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. UFOs. Hi, kitty. Uh, Hi, kitty. Uh, She's mad. Oh, we're going to go. Okay, let's go back to UFOs. So you uh, saw something that you had sent me about how we now have um, 
evidence of a communication? Supposedly it was on a podcast. My friend told me about it and we can post the link to in the group and you can make your own decisions. But, um, it was from a galaxy in the center of the Milky way and they sent a message back. It's obviously encrypted, an encrypted message, whatever. And we, we haven't figured out how to uncode it yet. I said, look at the Zodiac. Um, <laughs> look at the Zodiac uh, hey, messages. Listen, because- Sarah's got this. <laughs> call her in. Let's go. I said, call her in. Here we go. Okay, look at the Zodiac um, cryptid messages, and then they'll decode each other. I'm just kidding. But they did think that they cracked the Zodiac killer, too. But Oh, I did see was, that. I think it was false. But anyway, yeah, so... Um, they supposedly said that they made contact and it was about like a one to five minute long recording and then it went away and we don't know what's to come of it but supposedly it happened so i've gotten to see one ufo in my life and i asked them to visit me all the time but they haven't (laughs) and it was pretty cool and so now anytime i see anything in the sky i say there it is it's ufo (laughs) i could have sworn that i saw one one time as well Mine was over Lake City, and they like to say that, which is a um, one of the largest armory plants mm-hmm. um, in Missouri. I'm not even sure. It may be a big one in the country, just in general, but they make ammunition, guns, different things like that. And so a lot of people say that it's just military coverage, and that's why people see a, see a lot of UFOs over Lake City. So that's probably what I saw was just like a, like a guard plane or something. But mm-hmm. still, it was very cool. It just... I was at a bonfire and I was like, oh, I, I hope I see a UFO today because we're by Lake City. And then we we're all standing in a group and I said, guys, what is that? And then it just rises up and then all of a sudden it just darts off and we were all just silent for like a minute. Hmm. And I was like, did we actually just see that? And they were like, yeah, I think we did. And that was it. Yeah. So if you've seen some UFOs, send it to us and we'll we'll talk about it on our spooky stories next week. Yeah. Because I love hearing UFO stories. Um, I have watched this guy who, I don't know if he was he some type of military person. Um, he flew airplanes, helicopters, all those kind of things. And um, he had story after story after story. I'll, see, I'll have to see if I can find him. And I'll share him in the comments or in the, the show notes. Um, yeah. He shared tons of stories about different shapes that they saw, uh, how frequently they saw them, which was quite often lots of different, you know, and and a lot of them were from from his eyes. A lot of them he talked about that were shared to him from the, you know, it's military. So the people that were underneath him. Yeah. But it is cool when people tell stories and simultaneously there'll be five other people from different parts of the city or state and they say the same story mm-hmm. it's like okay that's a hundred percent that a hundred percent happened yeah kind of like have... the joplin spooky light we talked about that yeah like multiple people over the past hundred years has talked about this light and it's never been proven and it's weird it could be an orb which is another phenomenon that i don't think we've talked about but an orb is a weird inner like ball of energy and mm-hmm. it could be a ghost it could be an et it could be who knows? Yeah. All right. Psychic powers and ESP. Dun, dun, dun. I wish I had this skill. Me too. I want it so bad. 
Uh, <laughs> so many people believe. I mean, believe, but what's the difference of ESP and intuition? Yeah. I think that, that a lot of people believe that those are the same thing. It's a form yeah. of a psychic power. Um, researchers have tested oh. <laughs> people who claim to have psychic powers, though the results under controlled scientific conditions have so far been negative or ambiguous. Uh, obviously, I don't even know that psychic powers can be tested. I think there's yeah. a lot of people that are probably phonies that do it. And, um, you know, I think we probably have mutual people, friends that I believe do have some ability. Yeah. Um, but I don't other than my own intuition. <laughs> yeah. I like to believe that we just haven't unlocked those powers yet. Yeah. So maybe not in this lifetime, maybe in another one, maybe whenever. But um, yeah, I mean, ESP, I don't know if there's really anything else that we can talk about. I don't really have any other experience with that. Yeah. Besides our friends, which we talk about them mm -hmm. all the time. But I have never heard of this mind-body connection. So I don't oh, know I love what this. that is. I love this. You're going to know it exactly as soon as I explain it. It's okay. so easy. So mind-body connection is essentially... My brain just quit. <laughs> oh, okay. To my so, world like today. the placebo effect. The placebo effect is, an, is no, a mind like body connection. Like the power connection. of everything that we do. Affirmations, manifestations. Everything we do is a mind body connection. Everything that we talk about on here is a mind body connection. So, um, you know, when, when when they're handing out, not handing out drugs, because nobody just hands out drugs, but when they're, well. you know, like if you're in a study. <laughs> <laughs> like if you're in a, in a study and you know a group in that study is going to have a placebo and some of those people are going to get better and science can't explain why but I believe it's because your brain has the ability to heal yourself heal yourself so I do believe that there obviously is a place for science I think science is very important I think there's places for that all the time um but you know this is why probably part of the reason why we do a lot of affirmations and why we do yeah. the manifestation may and because we also believe that our body has the ability to do mystical mysterious gosh what did you what were you saying because i'm trying to make it a word now and i can't think of mysterical mysterical our body works in mysterical ways i mean that should be a word i agree like it should be. I'll argue this for days. Okay. I'm just kidding. But um, I will die on this hill. I will die over this. Uh, that's, I mean, okay. I had a point, but I forgot now that I got on the mysterical thing. I'm sorry. Okay. But it's so true because that's what we, I mean, that's what our whole, that's what our whole vibe is yeah. because you can create, your, oh, that's what it was. Um, my very first reading I went to, she told me that she pulled a, tar a tarot card and it was the magician. And she told me that you are the magician and architect of your own life and whatever you want, you can call into fruition and you can make it happen if you set your mind to it. And if you align yourself to the things that you need and you, you cut the ties that you need to, and you, you do the things you need to do to align your body and energy in the right way. And you can, and you, you're the, you're your own magician. Mm -hmm. You can make it happen. You just have to call it into existence. And what's crazy. I mean, I was at my, my aunt's house last weekend at her lake house and I've never seen an Eagle in real life before. And she said, she's seen an Eagle down there and she hasn't seen it for 
probably six months or more. And I said, I want to see an eagle. And I went on a little tiny hike by myself behind their house. And I was talking to my boyfriend on FaceTime, showing him what the lake looked like. And I look over and I see this, this bird like flapping its wings because the other buzzards or whatever they are, the turkey vultures mm -hmm. or whatever, they flap their, they soar, they don't flap their wings. So this bird was flapping. And I was like, oh, that bird looks different. And it was an eagle. And I like lost my shit. And <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, there it is. I just saw it. And so there, the and I think we don't know the magic that we have within us. And I don't think we put all those little pieces together of saying like, I want to see an eagle today. And then I, and then you see an eagle or I want to do this. I want to do that. And you, you declare it and it happens. And it, it's, I, I think it is really that simple with some things. We just block ourselves mm -hmm. through so much. And that's what the full moon ceremonies are for. That's what our mantras are for. That's what our meditations are for. That's what our healing convergences are for on the subconscious mind mastery page to collectively group together and create our own power and, and take back our power that we've forgotten over the years. For sure. Hashtag, li hashtag lifetimes. <laughs> uh, yes, all of that. I agree. We I, I think that science cannot explain the vast complexity that is our own brain. Yeah, exactly. And Which is a really cool podcast. It's called, oh my gosh, hold on. Keep talking and I'll look up this podcast. It's, it's amazing. Okay. Because it's very scientific based. You would love it. I think it's called Where's Your Mind? Or What Is Your Mind? I think it's Where Is Your Mind? Yeah. Where is my mind? And it's about the conscious of like, is your brain really where your conscious is or mm -hmm. is your brain in a, in a collective conscious and just feeds through your brain? Like, are you downloading it through the energies around you or is your conscious coming from the muscle of your brain? And he breaks it down and, and it's just amazing to listen to. And it really makes you think and put things into a different perspective of wait, where is it? Mm-hmm where do these things come from? Where does right. my power come from? Where does the magic come from? Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. So y'all have just a few more days to send us in your spooky stories so that we can talk about them next week. Next week. Um, so if you want to send those to us, we have several emails so thank you thank you thank you for that uh so if you want to send them to us if you haven't yet for the love of two hippies at gmail.com that's the number two and and if you'd like to be added to our newsletter which we've gotten more emails for that 2022 we're going to be doing a newsletter slash blog i think it's going to be monthly slash quarterly and then it'll just kind of update you on what's going on and if there's ever another blackout on any of our social media channels you can still we can still have contact with you and share all of our new stuff that's going on so feel free to send us a letter or an email about that if you want to send us a letter cool just make sure there's wax on it and it's real it's real like mystical looking i'm just kidding <laughs> but uh we love to hear from you guys how you think what do you think about the show and just what's going on in your life and any fun stories and, mm -hmm. and spooky tales yeah. And by the time this airs, we will be celebrating our 5,000th download. What? So probably, well, it will be significantly more than that because there will be two episodes with this one. 5,000, guys. So, That's you. Thank you. Thank you, guys. 
Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. So thank you guys for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, leave us a five-star review, or you can support us with a monthly donation, which can be found on anchor.fm. To catch all the latest from us, you can follow us on Instagram at For the Love of Two Hippies or join our Facebook group, For the Love of Two Hippies podcast, all the number two. And thanks again. And until next time. Don't worry. Boo, 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 boo. Be miraculous. (laughs) What was the word I was trying to do? (laughs) Mysterical.